This is Saturday, January 6th, and we've been talking about going into 2024 prepared. The preparation of the heart and our attitude. And we're not thinking about the kind of preparation that's physical resources, but the spiritual resources we will need. Do you feel you have what you need for 2024? Years ago, I was traveling through Europe with a friend. We found ourselves in West Berlin, in Germany. This was before the Berlin Wall came down. We arrived on the late in the day before Easter. We were staying in the flat of a friend, and we awakened the next day desiring to find a German church in which to worship and enjoy the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. We didn't have any difficulty finding such a church. But then immediately after church, we were hungry. We were staying in this flat, and our friend was not there. He allowed us to stay in his place. And we decided to pick up some groceries. What we didn't realize is that the city shut down completely for Easter Sunday. Everything was closed. No grocery stores open, no restaurants available. When we arrived back at the apartment, we realized the refrigerator was empty. (laughs) What could we do? There were just a few ingredients in the apartment. What we decided was to make a list of the ingredients that we had, and then we looked through a cookbook to find a recipe that would match. I want to go to our scripture text for today. This is 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 8. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this paragraph was written by the Apostle Peter to a group of believers facing persecution. They were misunderstood by their neighbors. They were in danger of mistreatment for following Jesus. And add to this, they felt out of place where they were living. Roman culture stood opposed to Jesus in so many ways, but they were doing all they could to remain faithful. So how could they endure? Peter has good news for them. First, he tells them that God has already provided everything they need for a life with him. Whatever they face, they will have the resources required in the gospel, not only to endure, but also to thrive. They think they're on their own, but they have the glory and goodness of God. They're not going to come up short. He also reminds them of the promise of God. God will allow them to share in the divine nature. Now, what that means is that through Jesus, they will come to share in the very nature of God. How can we do that? How could they? 
Elsewhere, the Apostle Paul calls this the fruit of the Spirit. These are character qualities that are manifest in our lives as we live by the Spirit. He says that we participate in the divine nature, we will escape the powerful pull of the world in our lives and live free of the corrupting influences around us. This is such a powerful set of promises, because we're told that in Christ we now possess what we need to face whatever the world throws at us in the coming year. I want to briefly go back to that Easter Sunday in West Berlin. We looked at those ingredients and realized we had all that was needed to bake a cake. Now, mind you, neither of us knew much about baking. But following simple directions, we not only managed, we managed to come up with some food, and it was an Easter cake. God tells us that it is his provision that we must rest in. Through his presence and his promises and the grace of Jesus, he equips us for our new life and he provides us with his Holy Spirit. But you will notice this. We have a part in this work as well. Now that we know we have these resources, he tells us to make every effort to add to your faith. Goodness, to goodness, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. You see, our part is to make use of the resources God provides as a means of growing in Him. Yes, these sound so much like the fruit of the Spirit because they are. They are what we receive along with the Spirit of God when we come to faith in Jesus. Our walk with God becomes a cooperation with the Spirit of God that is now at work in us. We are told elsewhere to keep in step with the Spirit of God. This is what is being described here, to make every effort, to take advantage of all that we've been given in the promises and goodness of God. Now, Here's how I believe this works. As we trust Jesus and rely on what he has done for us, as we respond to the work of the Spirit of God, we begin adding to our faith. It sounds like a progression because it is. We add goodness to faith. We add knowledge to goodness. We add self-control to knowledge and so on. Here is the building of our new life brick by brick, step by step taking advantage of the goodness of God, all that he has bestowed on us in Christ. Okay, I need to make a confession about our Easter cake. It was not very good. Yes, we appeared to have all the right ingredients, but it came out hard rather than fluffy, not as tasty as we had hoped. You see, on our own, we cannot live as God has intended us to live from the beginning. This life is only possible with the gifts of God and the work of the Spirit of God. Remember, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Yes, these resources, this new life, is found in our knowledge of Christ and the gifts of His grace. Knowing that Jesus has loved us and given Himself for us, This is the engine of our new life as we're looking forward into this year. Let's pray. Help us, O Lord, to learn the fullness of what we've been given in Christ. 
Help us also to trust that you've provided in him all that we need. Thank you for this new year to walk with you, to learn your ways, to reflect and enjoy your goodness and grace. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm.